I'm a guy with the camera here. If you die, can I have your car? Sweet. <laughs> Curious rambling. <laughs> Good afternoon, COVID. <laughs> uh, no, not COVID anymore. Good afternoon, Albert. I'm free of COVID, apparently. I did a rat this morning, just for your sake. Your voice is deep. Yeah, I'm, I still have like... I think I'm going to end up with that long COVID where you have the symptoms for ages. So you're just going to have a deep voice for the rest of your life? That'd be nice because... You know, start we, playing jazz. <laughs> do you go to Aldi? Uh, very rarely. I used to go there like every week to see their special buys, and they would have like uh, one day they had trumpets and clarinets yep. and violins and stuff, and they were like 150 bucks. And I thought about buying a trumpet one day, and the only reason I wanted to buy the trumpet was not to learn jazz, but I was going to knock on our front door. And just when Nicole opened it, I was just going to be like a chump, <laughs> and that was it. Like, that was the whole reason. But common sense prevailed, and I didn't waste 150 bucks on a, on a time. Yeah, well, because I would have had to sit there somewhere practicing to try and just get a bit of a sound. Could you combine that with pottery? Pottery, jazz pottery. Jazz pottery? Yeah, I probably could. And then just have like a, a wine and cheese night as well, just really classy. Good business idea, Albert. The most classiest person yeah. who's attended Bellridge High School. Yeah, might have, can I get some capital So for this venture, please? <laughs> How's your week been? Uh, it's been good. It's been... Um, I'm just trying, trying to think what's happened. It's been two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. Since we last chatted. Oh, I've got a couple of notes. What, what happened? I've been going to the gym still, and I was at the gym the other night on doing sort of the, the chest, I guess... One of those chest machine type things because I've got yeah. such a massive chest. Yeah, I was like, barrel chested. Put some weights on that maybe next time. Barrel chested, and then there's these three dudes looking at the mirror, and two of them take off their t-shirts <laughs> and yeah. started sizing themselves up. And really? Commenting about yeah. how yeah, there's been a fair bit of progression, and these two guys, one of them has jeans on, yeah, as okay. well, and the other one's got cargo pants on, mm. and I just thought, oh just the gym like and this was at 10 30 at night i thought go to the gym after dinner there'll be no one there yeah. i have my peace and quiet and then we've got these two dudes want to be bodybuilders basically that's so funny. have you seen that before people take off their t-shirts uh, i got a photo so i'll show you oh, afterwards okay. that's weird because um, uh, <laughs> no, no, i thought I've, no one would believe me i've seen it on online never at the gym so we both go to the same one right plus plus yeah the one i go to seems to be fairly sort of like there's no real super there's one real super fit built guy yeah. he's a, a beast like not huge but he's like really strong yeah uh but everybody else seems to be sort of like of the amateur to moderate grade of people there so i don't get much of that sort of activity going on which is good because it just annoys me oh we should have a beer right yeah let's have a beer so this week is it's that new zealand beer that sorry here's that photo <laughs> so this is Oh, they don't even really deserve to be taking their shirts <laughs> off either. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, um, gosh. Uh, probably delete that. So, so what are we drinking? A New Zealand beer from Bustleton? Yeah, that's right. So that's uh, the uh, Rocky Ridge Long White Cloud New Zealand Pilsner. Yeah. So this is one I mistakenly thought was a New Zealand beer last week because I'm an idiot. But it's a Bustleton beer. And I should know this because, like I said, when you got here, yeah. I actually went down to Rocky Ridge on a recent trip. Um, <sighs> yeah, I'm an idiot. So this one has a... Light golden hue, lychee, white bread, herbaceous aromas. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> I mean, Cheers. Yeah. Viva. This is a really good, enjoyable beer. This is a good beer. So, 
I mean, it's not the first time we had it. We did get a couple of cans a few weeks ago, yeah, and we took one each. But we're officially reviewing it now. Official review now, and the review is it's rock solid. It's, it's rock solid. It's yeah. rock solid. I, I want to buy a carton. I don't know how much a carton would be though. Probably not. How much bucks. was a six pack? I only got two cans. Oh. Yeah, and the cans were about six bucks each. <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> well, it's, it becomes expensive every week, right? <laughs> it does, it you got to buy two cans, and then you know it's like thirty bucks for a four pack of beer. <laughs> it does, and then you sort of consider: should I just buy a carton, and hopefully it's good? Yeah. And then what happens if it's not? That's, that's you the end up reason. being like Ballerine who buys all these sours and um, these cuttings of sours and then doesn't drink them but that's yeah. poor man's money to that guy so. well that's right yeah when you're on seven figures <laughs> <laughs> I read this thing during the week one of these uh, Facebook articles popped up revenge killings on dogs there's this little town in India where a dog killed a monkey okay and since then the monkeys have been killing all the dogs what and even been taking dogs and puppies, I think it's mostly puppies and smaller dogs, up climbing on top of roofs and, and throwing them off roofs. That's mad. That's crazy. That's like the Planet of the Apes stuff right there. <laughs> and then there's a couple of videos. I read a little bit about it. Um, and this town is, it's not, it's not in a capital city. Uh, so it's not a capital city and it's not too close either. So apparently it's a bit of a drive to the nearest big town and it hasn't, they haven't been taken seriously. So yeah. <laughs> you've just got these. And apparently the monkeys are now having to go at people oh i see this is where the animals the animal overlords start <laughs> so there's maybe planet of the apes <laughs> well i'm thinking like oh but they're only little monkeys right so really humans, but have you come across monkeys they can be pretty pretty aggressive vicious, yeah yeah i always i see you know those little monkeys that take like wallets and glasses and mm -hmm. stuff like that and people even like just animals in general like people seem to be very scared of them yeah when like an animal runs at you but I figure like something monkey size or duck size, like uh, just punt it, like just stand your ground. Like you are the dominant animal here. Just tell who's who, right? Don't don't take none of that shit. You are the superior prime. That's right. That's why we dominate the planet, not monkeys. Talking about monkeys, when we went to India for a wedding two years ago, we went to this monkey temple. Oh yeah. And it had a lot of cool buildings, but it was quite an eerie feeling when you were there. You sort of you didn't feel good being there was it like an know. abandoned thing or is that no, a different place was, no there was a few temples and buildings and and people um wanting yeah trying to get money off you and there were lots of monkeys and there were two types of monkeys i can't remember the types of monkeys but one of them was the nice monkey which yeah. was a, a black face a black monkey and the other one was the white monkey which wasn't apparently nice and one of the guys who was there was telling me that he knew this lady who got bitten in Thailand by a monkey and she she ended up dying from I think um rabies yeah. yeah and then another guy said yeah I know someone who got bitten by a monkey and they were sick for about six to nine months Jesus so yeah, we were okay. there with all these monkeys and then you've got these locals trying to say oh yeah come and touch the monkey mm. the monkey will jump yeah. on you and things like that and we yeah. did the monkey thing in in Bali didn't we yeah but they didn't they weren't as aggressive yeah and, okay. as what we thought we we got warned about them mm. but yeah yeah they warned about stealing your shit yeah yeah okay so, beware of monkeys. That's funny. I mean, maybe it is about time we had another sort of like rival species on the planet <laughs> just to really shake things up a bit. No? What other animal could rival us? Well, I think, you know, monkeys, sort of um, primates. Magpies in the spring? I don't even see again, like, surely I'll just walk around with a net or something like that. But the opposable thumbs with the monkeys and primates could really help them with tools and things. So that would be probably those ones. Yeah. Mm. possibly 
By the way, have you watched Hunted? No, but oh, I... God. Did you watch it? Yes. Okay, so cause I, I did actually have a little comment about this because we did speak about Hunted. Yeah. And I've seen the commercials. Yeah. And I was like, a lot of these people are wearing active wear and like shorts and, and short t- sleeves and they're hiding in bushes and running through bushes. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you're an idiot. You should have been wearing full-length clothes because you want to be covered when you're running through, you know, bushes and things like that so you don't yeah. get scrapes and cuts and things. And that was my sort of takeaway that just, you idiots. So what, how's it going? I've really enjoyed it. I thought really? the first episode was really good. The next two have been pretty good, a little bit slower. But I've enjoyed it. And it's amazing, though, how intelligence and police and all that they can track everything you do so a lot of people in the show people who haven't seen it they're messaging friends or they've rang a friend and so all these um you know the people who are tracking them the hunters they've got all this and they've got access to facebook instagram and gps and even the newer cars they can track where they're going so all they need is to know the number plate and then they can track that car has driven to that location back and forth so it's pretty cool. It makes it interesting. And it, I think I do really well. I think I do heaps of research. And because one of the ladies was one of the ladies who was helping out these two Perth dudes, she said, um, yeah, the ice cream has arrived. So they're using these sort of code words. Right. Like okay. Triggering them to, yeah. to think, oh, that's so them. So did they all get some prep time before they came on the show? I think they did, yeah. So they could have put like a cache of money somewhere? Like- yeah, they only get, I think, around 200 cash and about two or $300 on a credit card or a bank card could they access their own bank accounts no I don't oh, think okay. so. so obviously with the bank card mm. as soon as they use it yeah it triggers they can see where they are yeah so what was your so last when we spoke about it, you your plan was what to go on underground on a train, train or something like that and, and then disguise myself has anybody done that they've gone to the train station but a lot of them did disguise themselves yeah okay so change their clothes put wigs yeah. on um, right the, the two Perth guys they I think one of the guys shaved and one of the guys, he's a Kiwi guy, had blonde hair. I think he put a wig on and yeah. um, they're doing pretty well. See, I think I would find like a kindly old lady and give her the bank card and my ATM number and be like, could you just go withdraw these $200 for me, please? Yeah. And then that way they wouldn't track, they would track the card, but maybe throw them How do you get the money from the lady? She would bring it back to me. I'd give her like a... But then you've got all the surveillance on that lady. Yeah, because then because they're tracking people or helping as well. Oh, okay. Because that obviously helps them find out okay where the the breadcrumbs, as they say. Mm, yeah, it's hard. So just like get her to leave it in a bag or something like that, and then murder her. No. I've been thinking about it. Yeah. To many and myself, we we were thinking, oh, I think we do pretty well. Yeah. I think if it was um they got too close to us, I'd obviously leave Domenico and just leg it. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. And one of the ladies got caught, and one of the other ladies got away just because she hopped in the car first. Yeah. But, so you can do it. You you do go as couples or pairs, and if one's found, you can still continue. Okay. So maybe uh, next year. Maybe yeah. I mean, these things start out as I find like the first season is genuine people trying to go on the show to do you know to experience the show. Yep. And then quickly progresses to wanky influences and things like that, trying mm. to further their online like profiles. Podcast. Yeah, well, that's maybe we should do it. No, but it's just like there's the ulterior motive always yeah. behind there, and that, that sort of annoys me. I think so as well. Yeah. So what else has happened in your... You got COVID, you survived? Yeah, so I had... Nicole got COVID. Yeah. She went out a couple of weeks ago, and one one night, she doesn't really go out that often. Yeah. She went out on a Saturday, fucking called me at three o'clock in the morning to come pick her up, because there was no taxis, or taxis were going to cost a lot of money, so... Woke up and went and got her. She was drunk. 
she wasn't drunk. She was just, you know. She vomited on you. Yeah, that's right. And then I think Monday she started feeling a bit sick. And yeah. then, so I've been, I slept on the couch for a few just to stay away from her and try and just keep away. And then come Friday, I started feeling a bit, yeah, I know living in an apartment, but it's best endeavors, right? <laughs> and then Friday, I started feeling a bit sick. And then, yeah, did a rat and it actually, for the first time, showed up very, very slightly. Yeah. So. Uh, when was that? On the Saturday? On the Friday morning. Ah. Yeah. So I went off. Went off to get a PCR straight away because I thought if it's very slight and, and I'm not feeling well, it's going to be be the case. So, so, so when you had a slight, what you had a sore throat or uh, no, I just felt shit. Like yeah. I've never had the flu, but people talk about the flu. You just feel yeah. like achy and tired yeah. and stuff like that. So I just felt like that for a few days and no fever, no fever, just uh, just general shittiness, tiredness feeling. Did you go more pale or is that possible? Nicole said I was... Were you, were you see-through? Yeah, I think I was starting to get translucent, <laughs> yeah. So that was a, sh- a shit couple of weeks. Just been stuck in home. Watched heaps of TV. Did you? Yeah. But you, but, you, but you didn't watch The Hunted? No. Maybe I'll have to give it a go based on your recommendation. I, I saw this story about like a famous rap or some, some dude. And he's telling this story when he used to live with a friend. that they have. You, do you know what a flashlight is? Flashlight. Uh, flashlight. A torch made out of flesh? It's, you're pretty close. So it's basically a, a sex toy for guys. It's a vagina, but it looks like a torch, so you can sort of conceal it inconspicuously. So you can unscrew the top and yeah. then, you know, go to town on it. <laughs> so these guys, they had one in their shower, and it was a communal flashlight, so they were just like him and his roommate would use it when they were in the shower. What's this, a show, sorry? No, no, it was just a radio interview oh, that I okay, saw. Yeah. yeah, no, no, it wasn't much in this in the show, yeah. <laughs> And I thought, like, and then he's just like, you know, who cleaned it? And they said the guy who was using it next had to clean it. And, and I thought, that's just super that's weird. Like, would you, like, the guy you're like afterwards your, has to clean. Yeah, so you bust into it, bust a nut. You and should then, have to clean it. Well, I get, yeah, I don't know. This was their arrangement. I, so, yeah, I feel like if I was, if you, you know, we were sharing an apartment again. No, sharing an apartment. <laughs> firstly, you probably wouldn't share much like, but no, if we did, I think, yeah, I'd give it a clean. But even that, knowing someone else had cleaned it, I'd still. Give it a clean myself as well. Yeah. Yep. So that was just a Well, you thing. would. You would clean it out six times. Well, of, yeah, of course I would. Then you'd probably get something to test. you get some ultraviolet light yep. to test it. Yeah. I think, it would, yeah, the amount it's spent on cleaning products is probably just cheaper to buy my and own you flashlight. Wear, and, and then you wear three condoms. <laughs> yeah. It was just so weird that that's such a weird thing to do. Like, share a sex toy with you, mate. That was Dude just texting me. What's he saying? Before we um, call Dude, talking about discussing stuff as you mentioned i've been listening to steve-o's podcast oh yeah so his podcast popped up on my youtube feed actually he did a podcast with tom DeLong from the former blink 182 singer oh, yeah. guitarist so put that on that was pretty good despite steve-o's voice is so bad to listen to him talk with his voice at the start oh now. okay it's, yeah it's, yeah oh yeah i remember yeah, but he's got a couple of jackass guys that um he's done podcasts with among a whole bunch of them but there's a few, you thought that's disgusting. Yeah. I'm not sure if I should mention it. Maybe I'll just say it now. This is probably one of the most disgusting stories that I've heard. But one of the jackass guys, Brendan Novak, he was a junkie and heroin addict. And he's in jackass a little bit. He used to be a pro skateboarder. He was with Bam Margera. Margera, you know that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think Bam Margera lost a bet. So... <laughs> He started wanking. He had to wank and then come on this guy. Oh, God. So then he's... <laughs> First he goes, the guy was looking at me in the eye. So he goes, no, nah, take the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Look me in the eye. Yeah, stop looking at me. 
So he's um he's wanked and then came on the guys um on his forearm on his forearm yeah and then they've had a tattoo artist there who's then tattooed around the cum and made the cum go oh, into really? his veins. Oh no! What? Yeah. So he's got. So he said he didn't come in me, but his cum is in me. <laughs> what happens now? So he's got this little tattoo. Yeah, but that looks like it. I don't believe cum belongs inside your blood, though. <laughs> no, so, no. So I'm listening to this podcast yeah. at work, thinking, oh, that's that's next level. And the jackass, oh, they're crazy. And there's some other stories that they're talking about. <laughs> that's so and like what you just said now regarding that yeah. communal flashlight. flashlight. Oh, so if you've Steve O's podcast, the jackass dudes, okay. some pretty interesting What's it stories. Um, Steve-O's Wild Ride, I okay. think. Um, Maybe I'll give it a listen when I'm... It's pretty interesting. And if you like Jackass, like yeah. me, um, some of the other guys are really, are quite cool. They've got some great stories. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I might give it a listen. So who's our guest today? So we've got Do. He's just been texting me, Andrew. He's a friend from, well, actually 15 years, I think I calculated, I've known the guy for. Mm-hmm. So he was originally from New South Wales and he moved over here for a little while. He's not from New Zealand? Well, that's where we thought he was from. Um, <laughs> I'll probably tell the story when basically yeah. when we first met. Wellington? Yeah, so I don't have to tell him when he's on the phone. Yeah. Because he'll, he'll like to re- refute what I've got to say. <laughs> and, uh, so now he wants us to call us on call him on Zoom. I actually have a funny Zoom story as well, so I'll tell yeah. that. But now I've got to figure out how to get Zoom working. So Before we call Do slash Andrew, yeah. my challenge for you is to say two words. You need to say them both minimum two times so the first word you have to say is ostentatious ostentatious yeah yeah do you know what that means uh is it sort of like like flamboyant or yeah like showy display. Yeah, yeah yeah so you say you have to say that a minimum of two times yes the other word is finifugal finifugal yeah so say that again <laughs> so ostentatious ostentatious finifugal finifugal yeah, no, but you have to say it twice while we're talking to him. So not just oh, say it twice. So bring it up in sentences in while we're communicating. Finifugal, do you know what that means? No, is that Swedish? <laughs> no. It, finifugal? Finifugal is afraid of finishing anything. Okay. And ostentatious, as you said, being a little bit flamboyant. No, just going to write down. Showy display, designed to impress. Finifugal? Yeah. Afraid of finishing anything. So you have to mention them and you can't laugh. Okay. Just pretend it's a part of your vocab. Okay. okay. And we'll see if he realizes like what's going on. Because he will say, I guarantee you, like, what the fuck is Finifugal? <laughs> like something along those lines is what what dude will say. All right. right, and try and get him try and get him on the line. Hi do. <laughs> Let's just pretend we haven't been, haven't been haven't been talking for ten minutes already. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh you're you're welcome. Where are you? Um Change of plans. I was going to set up in a local bar. Then I realised last second that we wouldn't be able to actually taste test this weird beer in some random bar. They they wouldn't appreciate that. So I'm uh, I found a room. Let's just put it that I way. I found a room. Is that a uh... yeah? You'll have to excuse the uh, the V8, the old busted up V8s revving up the street because I am in Dubbo. <laughs> well, you got the haircut to match. I can see. So. It's... Yes. Oh, thanks. Thanks. I was trying to go to the Ben Bocca look. It's very um, ostentatious, I would say. Well, the occasion. You don't like it? No, it's very. You look very pretty. I I used um, what do you, what do you call the anti dandruff shampoo? Oh, head and shoulders. <laughs> head and shoulders. Yeah. It, it makes it go real fluffy. 
Yeah, no, it's good. It looked look very nice. So, uh... Oh, you've taken notes. Yeah, it's every week. You have no idea how professional this is, dude. It's not just a couple of idiots yeah. talking about stuff. It's, you know, re- weeks of research, coming up with material. Yes. I, I did I did get notes myself, but I um, left them in the vehicle, so... <laughs> you can run out and get you them. You have to run. Right? It's not live, you know. <laughs> run off my, my mediocre sort of uh, memory. We'll see how we go. Excellent. Albert was saying before, you know, how do we know do? Yeah. And, I know uh, him because of you. Yeah. So I was I was going to tell the story of when we sort of... My, one of my earliest memories of when we first met was at the bottle shop, you know, in Joonalup, where uh, we had some some good times. And I remember this uh, this Kiwi guy coming up to me and he's like, <laughs> oh, hey, hey, bro. Uh, you look like you work out. We should work out. I'm from Wellington. <laughs> And, you know, I've just moved over here. <laughs> yeah. That was exactly... Yes. Yeah. Your favourite story. <laughs> I, I do recall. And actually, I, I planned on being in Wellington at the line of Waterloo Tavern. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I know the people there, and they would have let me uh, taste test the beer, etc. Yeah. So I planned on being in Wellington, and I knew you were going to open with that, so uh, um, unfortunately... I thought, I thought Wellington, New Zealand, originally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that was that was. Well, we, then, we won't go that way. No, and then we uh, the the friendship blossomed. We did work out a bit. It did. We worked out. There was a lot of weird noises. And <laughs> work out is code word for intercourse, or <laughs> no, no. This has just been attempting a deadlift. <laughs> I remember we just used to just spend a lot of the time laughing at the gym. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And there was one time there where we decided to go to Macca's instead because the, the gym didn't open on time, so we, we decided to go to Journal at Macca's. Macca's is I do remember that. Yeah. Fuck working out. Because yeah. being in New South Wales, um, the origin, how do you feel about it? What happened? Look, I never, I never, ever, ever write Queensland off. I think um, regardless of odds, I guess the odds for the game, uh, new, uh, I think New South Wales are playing something like three fifty ish. Yeah. Queensland playing just over. Sorry, other way around. Queensland are playing uh, three dollars fifty. New South Wales just over a dollar. Hear a lot of see a lot of shit talk about who's going to win. I never get involved with that. I uh, my time in Perth was the eight year nine year reign for Queensland, <laughs> and um, that taught me never ever to get my hopes up, especially when. Uh, the decider is is at Suncorp, so I think I think it was a really good game, very physical, very close. Probably one of the more entertaining ones I've watched. Disappointing in the end, but I guess as they say, Queensland just wanted it more. What are your guys' thoughts? Yeah, did you watch it, Ben? No, I didn't even watch game three. I watched game one and two. Uh, what are you doing? Yeah, that's not even what what. Yeah. What? Oh, God, I've outraged, out. I've outraged the, 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 the New South Welshman. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I don't know, I just didn't watch it. Yeah, I guess uh, it was a uh, very finny fugal of me to to not watch all three. Yeah. <laughs> so, I watched it. I have sex with, has to be wearing a Maroons Guernsey, just so I can get my revenge. <laughs> the old uh, DP <laughs> instead of uh, lube. You're so finny fugal. <laughs> You're so finny fugal, it's ridiculous, Ben. But, um... I watched it and I was pretty disappointed with some of the errors at the end that just kept giving Queensland chance after chance. Um, the Penrith dudes, 
were a little bit um, yeah. quiet that night, weren't they? Yeah, and I think I think Origins it's a different game. They may you know play well together for the Panthers, but you know, and they do. They're, they're quality players, but uh, I guess they just let their guard down yeah. for most of that game. Gave Queensland Queensland had the possession when they did have the possession. I guess uh, Cherry Evans, great kicker, delivered on a night. It's yeah, the perfect sort of combination for a win for them. So I'm not sour in any way. I just think that's the way Origin is. That's it. It's yeah. tough. Yeah. So you did we, yeah. were you thinking? Always, always hurts to lose, lose to the scumbags, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> were you dead set thinking that New South Wales had this in the bag? No, no. I I thought like what Andrew said. Playing in Queensland, playing in Brisbane, it's always going to be a hard game to win, no matter how bad. Queensland are playing. You saw them play at Perth. They just fell apart in the second yeah. half. Yeah. But you can't write them off in Queensland. And um, they just, in that second half, that pressure, they just lifted. Full credit to the boys, to New South Wales. Um, full credit to the boys. <laughs> full credit to the boys. Their defence their, their defense did hold out for quite a while. They were, um, yeah, six after yeah. six. That I think it was about a 10, 15-minute period where somehow they didn't let a try through. They stayed in the game, but... Yeah, their attack was just sort of failing a little bit, just making mistakes, throwing the ball around. And I played league when I was small, and one of the first things you learn is um, just hold the ball, especially when you're in your own 20. Don't throw it around. And you saw that one of the centres, he lost it. or he No, he didn't lose it. He tried to pass it as he was getting tackled. And one of the Parramatta dudes, what's that, that prop? He's carrying the ball in one hand. Do you know those type of things where when you're in your own 20, you just got to be careful. Yeah. I think yeah, just a a little bit, a uh, little bit of frustration there, a little bit of uh, urgency, and they just didn't pull it off. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you never know unless you're out in the field, do you? I think New South Wales did play play reasonably well. They just didn't play well enough. Yeah, that's true. So Benjamin, but onwards and upwards. What's it's always, next, always year. next year? Yeah. It's funny. You've been right. saying that for a long time. <laughs> Um, but you know what, uh, the, the season they put away, you know, I spent eight years in Perth and every single year of the, every single year I was in Perth, Queensland dominated, you know, Thurston, Smith, Cronk years and the year I left is when they won the series. <laughs> so I didn't get to celebrate and I know, I know the Queensland following, I guess this is, this is my observation, the Queensland following over in, um, in Western Australia is quite big, I would say. Would that be safe to say? Yeah, the Queensland followers are quite ostentatious, I think. Yeah, they are. They are. Um, I would say that as well. But in saying that, at uh, the second game, yeah, there was quite a bit of blue in the crowd. I'm not sure if you saw well, that. That was over here, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah. I thought there would be a lot more Queensland fans because, yeah, it's the same. Most people you come across, most people aren't rugby league fans and they tend to go for Queensland but at Perth Stadium, uh, sorry, Optus, there yeah. was quite a few New South Wales fans. Should but... be called Perth Stadium. We got we had a massive surplus this year, right? Five billion dollars or something. <laughs> we sold the rights to Optus for like what ten million or something. Just know. buy it back. Fucking hell, Perth Stadium, mate. I know it's it's dumb. Like it's um there's there's a, there's a lot of talk in their background there about Perth side. I, I, to be honest, I haven't kept up with it, but you know the amalgamation with the Bears, etc. That's yeah. I'm not sure if you guys have a bit of more across that than me, but I'm hoping that does eventuate. They've been talking about it for, oh, I don't know, how long has it been now since the Reds sort of 
we're removed from the comp, they've been wanting to get back in. So yeah. I'm hoping that that oh, that's comes. That's so hard because they so, need to be successful. Yeah. They need to be winning. Otherwise, no one's going to go. Like, it's hard enough to get, yeah, we get 60,000 at the origin at, at um when that comes around every couple of years you're not going to yeah. get you're not going to fill stadiums with a rugby team here especially if they're mediocre or not winning so it's so hard to break in i think over here yeah there's the nrl would have to prop them up for years probably yeah it has to pull off a, a melbourne storm type feat yeah but even them but even them they've been so successful for so many years that, that would be the most successful team in the last 20 years wouldn't they in terms of win loss and they still struggle to like. They do get a decent crowd, but we're talking about ten to fifteen thousand people, I think, in yeah. Melbourne, which is the second biggest yeah, city. Yeah, I don't know. I, I recall reading somewhere they had the highest membership numbers, though the crowd at the games were quite low. But yeah, I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I guess they make the, all the money from the membership, right? Because the stadiums, I'm assuming, would take a huge chunk of the the revenue from yeah. ticket sales. Maybe I'm way off, but every time I see Melbourne Storm play in Melbourne, you can always see there's heaps of seats. Where do they it. play? I think it's like Olympic Park yeah. in Melbourne. Oh, but that's so ridiculous when you got eighty thousand seats. No, 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 it's a twenty thousand. Oh, twenty five thousand. The rugby side of yeah. rugby pit. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we got it, it, it doesn't matter. I couldn't tell. <laughs> I couldn't tell you the name of the stadium, so I won't. I won't say you're wrong, Albert. Yeah, he probably is. Could be wrong. Yeah. Olympic, Olympic Stadium, I thought that was Sydney. Olympic or maybe Park. it's called something else. I think I said Olympic Park. Yeah, that's why I thought the big one that you're talking about. Yeah, that that one's in Sydney. That's got yeah. about 80,000. Used to be yeah. like 110,000 yeah. for the Olympics. Mm. Anyway. It's funny, so, because, dude, we're calling you on Zoom here, so I think you're the first video call we've had. Second. Second. Yeah. Who was the first one? Johnny. Johnny. Oh, okay. But he's forgettable, so. No. <laughs> Sorry, Johnny. I love you, mate. No. Yeah. But I was, that was my request. I like, I like the personable experience. You like the Zoom, yeah. But I, I saw a funny story on social media this week about Zoom. It was quite hilarious. That So, like, a big meeting with, like, 50, 60 people, organization-wide or something like that. And, you know, with Zoom or any of these conferencing calls, video calls, when you talk, like, you're you pop up as like the person who's talking so everyone can see yeah so when you got like 30 you know 50 60 people on there this guy was saying that he forgot he had his microphone on and he's just at like some big meeting and he farted and because yeah the micro <laughs> yeah. picked up the sound the video of him popped up so everybody knew it was him who farted yeah i um, had a similar experience at a conference which i won't name Sorry, it was a it was a meeting through work, and you know you've got thirty odd people in a room plus sixty online, and um, they were debating a, a particular topic. Let's just say a council was associated with it, and this this particular action or issue had been you know hanging around for two to three years, and and they spoke about it monthly, you know, so it wasn't going anywhere, and they're. Um, they're starting to debate and debates led to arguments and, and that sort of thing. So it wasn't, you know, the, the progress or the, uh, what would you say, the um, resolution, they weren't reaching a, a resolution. And um, someone took a phone call, a similar scenario, <clears throat> didn't hit the mute button, said, yeah, you know, I'm involved in this meeting, it's absolute fucking shit show. <laughs> and started going off, off the tits. <laughs> yes. Now they couldn't reach a resolution and, you know, 
you could see the mouse. I was a host trying to hit the mute button. On it. <laughs> it was hilarious. So many things like that, like Carrie Bickmore, like an Australian um, media presenter. Her husband took a shower or something like that, and people have started masturbating Afterwards. and yeah, well, yeah, and just yeah. Like all sorts of. It's it's crazy. It's been two years and still people. I know even at work, like with meetings I have, like you start talking and then you realize 10 seconds in you're on mute. Like it's just not, it's still going on. Yeah. I think <laughs> yeah. the one thing is just make sure if you're going to rub one out, close the laptop lid or go to another room or something like that. Just be safe. <laughs> just do it loudly, I reckon. Yeah, just really just like stare family. into the camera and be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to own it. You got to own That's it. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Wet the camera. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, I think OCD tendencies definitely kick in at the end of the Zoom call. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> I always sure yeah. I go down to my I go down to my storeroom and do it now. Just <laughs> where there's no there's no cameras, nothing in there. <laughs> what's talking about yeah. workplaces? What's the worst thing that's happened to you do at the workplace? Whether it's the an injury thing. or embarrassed or it's not not a funny story. I guess um, I'm pretty terrified of public speaking. I think you guys are aware of that. No matter how much practice I do, the initial uh, sentence, once I get that out, I'm fine. It's just let the, the lead up to that. And I have frozen in front of 60 to 80 people a number of times. But I'm used to that now. I just say, you just bear with me, it'll pass. <laughs> but I guess that's, that's the worst thing I have to deal with at work. So I don't have any sort of, um, you know, standing up in front of a cow with a dick hanging out or... <laughs> Yeah, pictures being posted around in email or anything like that. But. Yeah. I'm a little bit surprised that the penis one hasn't happened, to be fair, do you, knowing you? It probably has. Yeah. Just, um, <laughs> People just did, too didn't end up in my inbox. Anyway, so. Too, yeah. <laughs> How about you, Ben? The most embarrassing thing. No, like the worst thing to happen in the workplace to you. You know what? Embarrassing injury. I don't know if you were there, do when this happened at the bottle shop. This is years ago. That I was st- I was driving the forklift and I was stacking beer pallets, and I had beer pallets stacked about I don't know four or five high, and just the tower the, the pallets collapsed basically. So there was like it was like the tw- it was I like, remember. you remember yeah it was like nine yeah, eleven it was like nine eleven to beer yeah <laughs> nine and then this this pallets of beer just crashing come crashing down. We worked in a drive through bottle shop. Good beer or bad beer? Oh, it was mixed. It was VB long neck. It was all long necks. It was so cans, uh, beer, it was river of what beer. What was the red one? What was the red beer? Mid, Carlton mixed red, drink uh, or Carlton draft? Um, yeah, I do, I do remember. It was in yeah. the drive through wasn't it? Yeah, it, was it crashed like, right literally. in the drive through Beers yep. everywhere. It blocked the drive through It was just terrible. But uh, nothing bad. Christmas Eve. <laughs> nothing the really bad. came out of the car park. Yeah. With their bum bags on, oh, yeah, like, I do remember. Eshays. yeah, that was that was pretty bad. I mean, it was just like it, it was a, it's just something bad happened. Nothing really came of it, but uh, it was just that I remember stacking the pallet of beer and then going to drive away, and I just heard this crunching sound, like the the glasses just giving way, yeah. and then over it went. There was a rep there from a beer company. You like got a photo, and yeah, it was fucking shit, but. Uh, that's what amongst the worst things, yeah. That's a shocker. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Actually, yeah, now, now that you mentioned the bottle shop, I didn't actually consider that a workplace, but there's been a few events there. <laughs> I, I have um, projectile spewed in the cool room there once. Oh, yeah. After a big night. Yeah. Yeah. Tried to give myself the task of uh, stacking shelves to stay in the cool, and that just uh, escalated to a projectile vomit. 
at least it wasn't out in the open. I think the worst thing that's happened to me in a workplace was when I cut my arm on a guillotine. Wait, I had this. Um, you executing people? No, I had this seasonal job in Switzerland cutting roses, <laughs> and and they had sunflowers. The guillotine. And the guillotine. So they had these massive sunflowers, and if have you seen how big sunflowers can be? Yeah. So they had these yeah. sunflowers that were around. They were growing two meters plus. Yeah. So we'd cut them. And we'd collect them and then we'd go back into the factory, I guess you'd call it. And there we had to shorten them. So you had to shorten the, I guess, stem, you would say. Yeah, yeah. And I was sort of... Oh, so you're like one of those guillotines. Yeah, one of those guillotines and sort of cutting them up. And then I've sort of, because I've done quite a few, the floor is just littered with all the rest of all the sunflowers. And then I've slipped. Yeah. And my arm, my forearm's just gone on the guillotine and cut straight through it. You used to go scar, scar. Yeah, I've got yeah. a scar and I don't have much feeling there still. Oh, wow. And I remember when I did it, I was like, the first reaction was, oh, shit. Didn't really hurt too much. And then I looked at it and it was all open. Sort of, I think it was maybe four or five centimetres open. pretty long. That's a, like a yeah, five centimetre scar. And centimetre. I could see my muscle moving as well. It was like split. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, shit. And I had two German Shepherds and there was all blood on the floor and the German Shepherds started licking all the blood on the floor. (laughs) That was probably the worst thing I've done in a workplace. That's pretty bad, yeah. And I I think I was six weeks out of work there, but still got paid for the time, which was lucky. Do you remember that story that, I don't know if Calgary's told you do, but when he was vaccinating salmon? Do you remember this story? So, I remember him vaccinating salmon. So yeah, he, he had this shitty job. Well, it was a job. It was, and you would just vaccinate salmon. So had like this little gun thing and salmon would come down a conveyor belt and they'd stick them with a needle. And uh, I think they would... Maybe live salmon or bits of salmon? Semen. No live salmon? Or oh, that's so... Were they live? Alive or dead? <laughs> were they salmon alive? No, they were, a, they were knocked out. They were sedated. <laughs> It's funny that you said semen though, because I thought, oh, you must have heard this story. Because every now and then they'd get a male, they'd get male ones that were laden with sperm that were ready to spool. I think it is, and apparently they would just they'd pull up a, and it would be like a water gun and just like squirt semen and they'd squirt semen at each other. <laughs> I don't, yeah, don't know who that was, but it was oh, yeah, just such a disgusting thing to do. <laughs> Did you used to work in an abattoir? That, that would have to. That would have to be the worst. I mean, German she- shepherd licking up blood versus semen, uh, fish semen. Yeah, I don't know which one I'd rather. Would have to <laughs> you go the semen then. Dude, did you used to work in an abattoir? I did. Yeah? I did. I was only having that conversation with someone just prior to this, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so actually there was some pretty bad stuff happening there. I had, um, not sure if this might offend the listeners, but anyway, um, we used to, I was on a stun gun, what they call a stun gun. So it was four and a half thousand sheep a day. We sort of slaughtered there where I was working. And um, I was on a stun gun, which basically sends an electrical pulse through the brain and, and stuns the sheep, Not doesn't kill them. Um, the reason for that is so they can, they are still pumping when they bleed them out, if that makes sense, without going into graphic detail. <laughs> but often, so you'd rotate with, there's this little V-shaped conveyor belt and um, there's, a, there's a yard out the back so the sheep would come up this v, V-shaped v and sort of carry the sheep to you and you'd stun it. Then you'd press the button and, and it would flop down onto this conveyor belt and you'd have someone down there to catch it. So you'd rotate between what we call the catcher and the stunner. Often the sheep would, uh, when you stun them, they'd projectile vomit everywhere. And once I happened to be mid-conversation, uh, when the sheep's viewed and I copped 
a whole heap of vomit in the mouth. Ah, oh, that's pretty gross. Yeah, I think that's so worse than that's up there. Yeah. I think you win. That's worse than freezing in front of people when talking. I think. Yeah, it takes a while to get that taste out of your mouth. Yeah, quite gross. I was thinking about a, like a more humane way to take care of animals the, the other day, just because I had a lot of time on my hands being with COVID. And I was thinking that science has progressed a fair way in the last couple of years, I guess. But if there's some way we could genetically modify animals to basically have like a defective gene where at a certain age, however old they need to be when we slaughter them, they just have a massive stroke and then we just take them away and that's it. There's no like, they don't know that it's in the field like, and then all of a sudden, dead. So I think we should try and investigate right. that. Yeah, I, reckon, I don't know, you reckon that would work? So they can... T- they can time this. I'm thinking yeah, if they can have like a gene where they just, I don't know, like a terrorist, they ring a phone number and, the, and it goes off. Or just it's a, pre, yeah, <laughs> you know, a predetermined age when they turn three, three years old or something. Massive stroke. Yeah, right. Seems pretty humane to me. <laughs> massive stroke. Yeah, well, because... No, is, this, yeah. is this an idea of yours, Ben, or what? Yeah, no, this is an idea of mine that I'm thinking that's, you know, a humane way to... to can, is a stroke humane? It's a terrible idea. Well, because you see people just like die all of a sudden of strokes, right? Maybe an aneurysm, like something like that. <laughs> just, not where they're like all of a sudden like paralyzed and they come back and they're drooping their tongue and like that. No, you want yeah. you want well, death. I do I do appreciate you want a more humane approach, but I don't think it works. That's not the go. Okay. Couple of reasons. All right. You need you need to um, they need to bleed out. So uh, you got to. Okay. Bleed, bleed them out while the heart's still pumping and they're not conscious. So if you can come up with a way to keep the heart pumping, you're laughing. So you, oh, right. So you can't just have them like in a paddock. They all have a stroke simultaneously and then you come pick them up and then bleed them out. No, because you need the heart pumping. No. Right. Ah, all right. Well, see, I'm glad. Because no stroke for you. I, yeah, no stroke for me. I'm glad we had this conversation <laughs> because now I'm not going to go ahead. Back to the drawing board. It. Back to the drawing board, yeah. All right, I'll cross that one off the list. Not going to make me rich. Seems costly. Yeah. I see why you didn't do medicine, Ben. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it would have to be. It would have to be like a little suicide um, genome, too. Like because knowing that he's going to die as well if cow has a stroke. So I guess the associating that with a terrorist is a good, good way to look at it. Because <laughs> if you're a little, if you're a little genome that needs to ring a number and cause a stroke in the body that you're occupying, you're going to die. Yeah. Is that right? No, no, like the farmer's sitting there on the porch with cleaning his shotgun and then he just rings a number and then all the cows... The sheep? Have a sheep? Or sheep or chickens or whatever, just have a stroke. Beep, beep. Stroke. Execute. Anyway, so it's not going to work because of the heart pumping thing. I'm okay with that. They're not all winners. They're not all winners. That's why I still have a nine-to-five job because I can't come up with a good idea. That's okay. You can handle rejection, Ben. You're used to it. Uh, yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> what are you drinking, dude? Uh, I am drinking uh, Rusty Yak. Why is it upside it's down? It's a ginger beer that seems to be my go-to drink of late. So I don't know if we're going to have another beer now. Should we? We've got another beer. Um, we thought it was from your homeland, but maybe it's not. <laughs> well, mine's because I've been driving for the last, uh, what would I say, two and a half, three hours. Prior to that, five hours. It's currently in the freezer. So if we can delay this one just that little bit longer... Whilst uh, this cools down, oh, we can have the other. Yeah. We can have that one now and then because dude's got you got plenty of stuff to drink, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I do. So Albert's got another beer for us. That one, then I'll and then I'll uh, open up the other one in in a bit. Oh, what's this one? 
Albert brought this one around today. Albert, do you know what? Uh, this is from New Zealand, this beer. So, this is called the Waka Changi Lager by Great Uncle Kenny's. So, what does it say? Waka Changi was voted the beer with the best indoor outdoor flow at the 2018 Waka Changi Beer and Furniture Awards. Our brewer Colin says this could be a winner at the International Beer Awards next year. The key word, this could be could. a winner. Uh, why is it a, 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 a outdoor On that note, have you guys have you guys heard of Raw Claws Bitter? No. Nah. Four Four Claws. So Raw Claws Bitter. No. Nah. Is it uh And what made me think what made me think of it is is you know, winning festivals and, and uh, awards and stuff. But it was actually a... Uh, I'm not sure how true it is, but if you Google Vorclaws Bitter, yeah, it's actually a craft beer festival. It's a, it's a, it's a new story about a craft beer festival. The VB actually oh. um, <laughs> went under, went undercover in yeah. um, as Vorclaws Bitter and actually won it. I've heard about this, yeah. All the wanky hipsters and stuff with their, their fancy beers yeah. and then VB comes along as, yeah, I didn't know what it was called. Yeah. But to be fair, yeah. VB is... You know, very beautiful. It's a, it's a good beer. Sorry, I forgot yes. to mention uh, it's called Amazing Wacker Changi. It's Lager. quite quite nice. And it's beer, quite nice it? as well, yeah. by, by the way. So, cheers. Amazing Wacker Changi. Oh, cheers, dude. Cheers. Viva. Viva. Cheers, boys. Cheers. So, a few other things we're going to talk about with Do. Do you want to yeah. go through them? Let's go through them, Ben. Do you want to start? Well, you brought this up. Was uh, What's the worst lie you've told? Oh, yeah. Or heard? Yep. Have you? Yeah. I didn't really... I struggled with this because I, I always think honesty is the best policy. The truth shall set you free, etc., etc. <laughs> Are you religious, Ben? To a degree, I, I think there's a higher power. <laughs> no, not at all. But I, ha- I had to think a long time as well. Yeah. And I finally came out with... One something. that you've told? Yeah, that I've told. So, I guess one of the... The biggest ones I've told is when, you know, we've spoken of this before, when I told mum I fell off a skateboard instead of having a accident with a car yeah um i don't know what's your big one was you guys probably remember when i said sabrina got attacked by a oh wolf. fuck yeah that's what yeah yeah <laughs> yes yes in the hospital bed what actually happened there so what happened is it was a ski accident wasn't it yeah it was so i um started working in a swiss ski resort a place called savonine and we went skiing a few times at the start and it was even before christmas so what was really popular at the time were they had these these bikes with with skis on them. They they were essentially almost like a BMX bike, but you take off the the wheels and you put a ski on them, and you slide down yeah. and and we went down or, or we went up on the lift and Sabrina was already very anxious and cautious and didn't want to do it and I thought oh come on let's just go grab them they look like fun. Unfortunately, when we were going down. She had trouble, I guess, sliding and going back and forth. Like, oh, almost, yeah. you know, like when you ski, so going across the when face you go ski, the, you, get, yeah. you have to go across, you yeah. go left, right. And she had struggles. It was quite cold. It was quite icy. And she ended up going down the steepest part of the mountain without stopping, just went straight. Yeah. And smashed into one of the ski poles, one of the, I guess, to mark where the slopes were. Yeah. Got concussion, broke her ankle. Went to hospital, wrecked her end of the trip. Like, yeah, that was the end of the trip. And then I thought for some reason I should just lie about it as a joke and say 
she got attacked by yeah. by some wolves and <laughs> so the wolves attacked her and then she um rolled down the mountain and that's how she broke her ankle <laughs> yeah and then that story it was just a joke really and that got legs where one of our friends rang his mum actually told someone that there was then choppers and she got airlifted to the closest main city and it just ended up taking went through this yeah. weird and we all story you. and we all believe me and there were wolves at the time around the area i think that's why i said that I just thought ah oh, this will be a funny joke and people went with it yeah and that's why i never believe you for anything even after even when you sent that photo of when you proposed to domenica and you got engaged mm. he sent this photo of the, of the ring and I was like, oh, fucking, yeah, very he's very, good. He's very convincing, isn't he? Yeah, and I was like, very, very good, Albert, you know, congratulations. But then I spent, uh, you know... Two hours. A large amount of time on the internet Google searching images to try and find that fucking ring that he's sent me, thinking it was from, like, a catalogue of Mazzucchelli's or something like that. And then it uh, turns out, you know... Mazzucchelli's in Switzerland. Well, you, you know, whatever uh, the, the Swiss version of Mazzucchelli's is, I don't know. But, yeah, no, it turns out... I. Actually, I still don't even believe you that you married. I think it's a big ruse. <laughs> Adopted a kid. What about you, do? Biggest lie? Biggest lie you've told about me is that I'm a New Zealand. <laughs> 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 no, that was it. Yeah, I just thought you were, you know, just because they're so timid, like, hey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, uh, not being one to tell fibs, I suppose. Yeah, that's fine. Have, have I ever got you guys? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Well, if you if you have, you well said done. you were good at golf. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to say I do lie about golf a lot. <laughs> yeah. I still I still remember uh, Albert the last game of golf we played. Yeah. Before you went overseas and you done that ridiculous shot. I do remember that sticks in my head. Yeah, it was a good that shot. That chipped out of the sand that landed like two inches from the hole. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. I, I do remember the time us talking about it that we'll never forget it, but I did actually forget oh, the really? shot more yeah. or less. But then when, once you brought it up a while ago when we Zoomed or I think whatever Facebook message during COVID. I oh, we had that house party thing, didn't we? Yeah, we yeah. did. We had that house party. That was, yeah, I do have my, my moments in, in golf, but I don't take it too serious like like old Ben here. I don't take it seriously. I'm just better than you. <laughs> you take it serious and you can't sleep after you yeah. take some bad shots. Yeah. I have high expectations of my abilities, but it comes when you're just a natural athlete. You know, you just think you should be able to perform better. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do uh, have the resemblance of Cam Smith. You do. I can, I can see it. Thank you. If you had a mullet, you'd be Cameron Smith. Well, it's funny you should mention it. I'll turn around. No. <laughs> you wouldn't. You've had the same hair since do, you were 18 yeah. months old. I couldn't do a mullet. Eh? Long hair just pisses me off. As soon as it starts <laughs> to like grow around my ears, I'm like, that's it. I'm done. No, no more hair for Ben. Yeah. I always laugh when how, I see... How good was Cam Smith, though? Did you guys watch that? Um, With St. Andrews? I did see some of the highlights. He's really good. He just pulls it out of nowhere sometimes. That last... I think that last round, he... What did he get? Some ridiculous amount of... He was under... What was he under? I didn't see the, the game. Yeah, he, he, he was saying he, he couldn't even believe the game he was playing. He was just running with it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was phenomenal. There's a... Uh, I watched this... I subscribe to this golf channel on YouTube and it's just this dude, he's like a slightly better than average sort of golfer and he plays rounds with um, celebrities or other golfers and he plays all around the world. So he played St. Andrews recently. But there's this pub uh, just around the corner from St. Andrews on, I think it's like the ninth green or something like that. One of the, one of the more famous greens there, whatever it is. And there's this story that this corner pub that 
Who's the uh, American drunk guy? Um, oh, the one who smoked a lot. Yeah. Anyway, so apparently these guys are drinking oh, at yeah. yeah drinking at this golf course and they've put a tee in the in the in the crack in the pavement and they've teed off from out outside of the golf course and then onto the onto the green. Yeah. And so he's gone around asking all these golf people about if they'd heard the story and no one really did. So anyway, they decided to replicate it. So they they got this. Funnily enough, an Aussie bloke just there for um, whatever the tour they were playing at the time, and they've teed off, and he's hit this ball from this pub corner of the pub onto the green at St Andrews from outside. It was pretty pretty impressive <laughs> to see that. Like he didn't to look at him, you think he's just a a loud mouth bogan Aussie guy who just stood up for the challenge, but he had a good swing on him, so it was quite it was quite good. Yeah, I do remember you talking about. Um, I think it was a couple of episodes ago. The, the most favourite sporting moment, and mine was your one, Ben. Was Bradbury? Oh Just yeah, from nowhere that time. Yeah, <laughs> good when the underdogs come through. Ticking the boxes, Ben. Again. I was just ticking about the lying stuff. I always find. I it wish f- I wish I had a good lie for you, but I don't. Unfortunately, that's fine. That's just that means you're guaranteed your place in heaven. Just before we <laughs> we forget, do you reckon this beer is good? Uh, I think this beer is very European, very German style. Is it? it lacks a bit of punch. So what else did we have? We had a few other topics we wanted to go through. Best Bucks Party yeah. experience? Yeah, so you just recently went on a Bucks Party. I just recently went on one, yeah. My brother's getting married. So we I went on a Bucks Party last weekend. It was pretty good. Went into town, went to Flight Club, that dart place. Oh, I've heard about this, yeah. That was pretty cool. Did some bowling. And unfortunately, I should have just got an Uber home, but I decided to get the train and then get an Uber from the train station to save some cash. Yep. Yep. And I did the old Albert, fell asleep on the train, woke up, and I was thinking, oh, why well, am I on the train? So I had like a blackout. <laughs> Where were you? Why well, am I on the train? And then, oh, yeah, I'm going home and rocked up to Whitford's. Oh, so okay. it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Whitford's is, is, is not sterling, but it's mm-hmm. only a couple mm-hmm. of stops from where I had to yeah. go. So then hopped off, but had a bit of a blackout and was thinking why I'm on the train to start off with. <laughs> And then, yeah, on the train, all right, got to go back the other way. Got home at a reasonable time, so not a not a big issue. How long it you would have, to have wait? sucked if I went all the way to Clarkson or wherever it goes yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Um, ten minutes. Ten minutes. Oh, it's not too bad. So yeah, I had some it's good not luck. Too bad. Got a ditty home. It was all good. Woke up struggling big time, and I got a little three month year old at home. So, did you go to the out uh, the the Sunday lunch as well, or did that happen? No, Mason was too sick. I, you know what? Like, even though he yeah. had, he's got um, not influenza. He's got the other one. It starts with a P and pneumonia. Yeah, pneumonia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Just, you start spelling something for me, Albert. I'm not going to get it. it. Starts with a P <laughs> and pterodactyl. No. <laughs> but we went still. Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah, we just went and had okay. a pub feed. It was good. Yeah. Okay. That's. Yeah. Um, that was my most recent experience. What about you, do? Have you got like a memorable uh, Bucks party experience? Can I make a suggestion we talk about the good, the bad, and the pub experiences? All right. Because yep. I, I think Ben has a fair few. Well, pub experiences, bad pub experiences. <laughs> do I? <laughs> I mean, I've vomited a couple of times at the pub, or I remember I was telling someone at work the other day that I swapped shirts with a dude once at, in, a, in a toilet at a pub. I don't know if you were there. Pretty stock standard, just saying. Just swap, swapping shirts. Well, the funny thing was, right, it was, I think, back back in the bottle, though, so I was pretty fit back then. I think I was wearing, like, small-sized T-shirts or something like that. 
Like I was quite skinny. You, crop tops, basically. Crop tops, yeah. And I went to the toilet, and there's a guy. Let's say he's comparable to your size, do so. He wears extra medium shirts or <laughs> larger double XL or something, right? And he's like, "Oh man, that's a sweet shirt. Do you want to swap shirts?" And I was so drunk, I was like, "Yeah, fucking do it." And then I swapped my shirt. And I got like this bu- shitty Bundy Bundaberg rum T-shirt out of it, and he got like this pretty with, cool with sweat stains. Yeah. Anyway, so that was like a weird pub experience. Was he from Wellington? I don't. Yeah. No, he didn't ask me if I wanted to work out. So, no. <laughs> what? What about you? So, if you broke it down, the good, the bad, though, we start with the good. I guess the best nightlife I've ever experienced, I would have to say, is Perth. <laughs> wow, that's 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 a big call. <laughs> well, not like. Um, I haven't jet set it across the country, across the uh, around the world like Albert has. But um, I would have to say, in Australia, I think Perth. I guess I don't know. I just enjoyed the nightlife of Perth for whatever reason. It was um, Northbridge, for example. Everything's close together. Every pub has a different vibe. Um, you could mix the night up. You know, it, it was always good. I guess that summarises the good. You've also got. Um, yeah, uh, in the Ocean Beach. Hotel. No, yeah. Quite nice. Um, for a summer. I think we attended those a few times. Didn't you walk? Yeah. You just reminded you walk, me, yeah. Yeah, you walked from Cottesloe to... Uh, Scarborough. I don't know, where you, Scarborough, was it? Yeah. The fair track. Yeah. That was a fucking... That, yeah, that was a bad experience. Yeah. Also funny. I'll tell, I'll, I'll tell a story about that after you've done here. All right, okay. Did you... Well, there's a nudist beach there along there, isn't there? Yeah, that didn't that didn't come up. It was like one o'clock in the morning, so. Right. Yeah. So you bit like something about Mary where you trip over. It. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, so we, I think Beck, my sister, drove us. Right, maybe one of those nights we we're all in the car, packed down there. Uh, something happened. We were at the OBH or the Cottesloe, like one of the two. People got separated. I got separated. My phone was dead, so I couldn't get a cab or an Uber or anything like that or a train. So my plan was. I know if I head north, I live in Joondalup, I'll just walk along the coast until I get basically to Joondalup, which would have been about, I don't know, 40 k's or something like that yep. away. And uh, so I'm walking, walking, running up the beach, 30, I don't know, 30 k, who, who knows, it was a long fucking way. So I'm running slash walking up the beach, and then I thought, this shows how lost I was, I thought Marmion Avenue was close by, but it's not, like this road is, is does not... So I started running through the dunes to get to what I thought was going to be like this main road so I could wave down a taxi, run through the dunes. I ended up back on the beach because I got lost. Like I did like a, a, a U-turn basically through the dunes. Kept running. I somehow managed to catch up with Cowgill. Like he started walking the other way and we just met in the middle. It was like this romantic comedy or romantic movie. We are running along the beach in slow motion. With like, fog. Yeah, greeting each other. We ended up in um, Scarborough, Observation City, the hotel there, right, after hours of hours of walking. And there was this um, gingerbread house there, like in the foyer of this of this hotel. And it was it must have been around Christmas time or something like that. And you me, had beer there. Sorry? You just had beer that night, didn't you? I don't know, what probably rum or something. Might have been the Bundys back then as well. But we started ripping chunks off this fucking gingerbread house, right? Fast forward years later, right, I'm at work and this lady starts telling this story about how she got married at Observation City Hotel and they had this big gingerbread house. <laughs> and, and I'm just this quiet guy at this time, right, and I just started working there and I was like, oh, fuck. 
So it was obviously after their everything had occurred. So oh, okay. Yeah, so she so didn't, didn't ruin their was, wedding or anything. Yeah, right. But it was just like, oh fucking hell! What are the chances? <laughs> she didn't make reference to someone eating it or anything. She didn't know, but um, I think it was way too coincidental that Observation City giant gingerbread house. There's no way it could have been two separate occasions. <laughs> well, that's a win. That's a win. Yeah, yeah. He got a feed out of it. He didn't upset anyone. That's yeah. That's right. Yeah. The ugly, I guess. Uh, it's always ugly aftermath, isn't it? Really. Even during, yeah. That sort of sunrise through to two p.m. the next day is usually pretty ugly. Starting work yeah. the next day. Mm, yeah. All of my uglies involve projectile vomiting. <laughs> One that comes in. One that I recall specifically was uh, was after you actually stopped working at the Bottle Life and I was, I think I was managing for a Sunday or something like that. Anyway, I went to a bus night prior. I remember being on my hands and knees. I don't know, what was it? Uh, Bulls Creek Station. I don't know how I ended up there, but I did. Um, Bull Creek Station, it's what, 45 minutes? Bull Creek, yeah, it hasn't gone nowhere. Yeah. No, no, yeah, that's Bulls Brook. On my hands and because my mobile had gone flat and I had to ring someone else to cover for me because I was running late and literally crawled on the train slept the whole basically the whole way trying to listen for a journal up station popped up walked off and just immediately projectile vomited in a full semicircle (laughs) heard these young girls like squealing and I just kept walking because I just needed to get out of there. And um, that would have to be the ugliest hangover I've ever had. Oh, I remember walking home from Julep one time and I saw these cactuses uh, <laughs> like in someone's garden. And I thought, oh, I'll just rip one of those out and take it home and plant it. Because I was so drunk, right? So I've reached down into this cactus and I've tried to pull it out of the ground. And the thing is just sort of like disintegrated. <laughs> But it had like these fine, fine cactus spikes, yeah, yeah. and it was just all up my arm, everywhere, just throughout my whole arm. And I'm so drunk, I probably didn't really realize too much. But I woke up the next morning, and there's cactus all through my bed, everywhere through me, just like pricks everywhere. And I was like, "Why the fuck do I have cactus everywhere?" You know, you're just so drunk, you don't remember. And then it sort of you recall the the events. Like that was so dumb. I, <laughs> These aren't the pricks I left it. Yeah. <laughs> I've done a couple of things like that. I remember vomiting in my bed and being so drunk that oh, I had man. a shower and then I came back into my bedroom and I was like, who vomited in my bed? <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> Talking about best, best pub or best bar experiences, um, something that I thought was so good, it's a story about Ben, is we were in Czech Republic ah. at one of these clubs. It was a four or five story type club. So each story had a different style of music. So you had hip hop, you had dance, olden, olden goldies or whatever, like the 50s, 60s and bends. Yeah. I'm sort of near the bar, I think chatting to Cowgirl and there's a, there's a lady at the bar or a, yeah. What, she was a lady, she don't was, say no, it was no, a lady. Okay. She was like <laughs> yeah. a 25 yeah. year old, quite young. It was a guy. No, it, yeah. no, it was a lady and Ben's, <laughs> Ben's like come out of nowhere and sort of slid across the bar and timed it perfect that he just landed straight on the bar with his elbow like on the bar and sort of 
And what have you got? Like, how are you to go? It's like the going? smoothest thing you can imagine. Was, was it Tom Cruise in some movie where he's just wearing socks and he's yeah, sliding? Yeah, slides across. Yeah. Like, do you know when, when you used to slide in the hallways when you got socks on? Ben's done this on his dance floor, slid across a couple of meters, landed perfectly on this bar and just said to this lady, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> so suave. It was so good. And then... And then she left 10 seconds later. That's right, yeah. She looked at my face and thought, not not tonight. Not you. <laughs> yeah. I'm not that drunk. It was just perfect timing. That was good, bad and ugly. <laughs> Again, good, bad, ugly. Corona. The good. I don't think I've spoken to you guys as much in five, six, seven years as I did that that first lockdown. So that was a good, what was it called? The party? Yeah, house party. House party. But that's true. Like we all sort of just called each other every Friday for a, yeah. for a little while, right? Just, yeah. Yeah. And I sat out the back porch and just got <laughs> rolling drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, it was entertaining. I did because of that. So that, that was a good thing, I guess. Um, one thing, discovering the whole uh, interaction via um, online. The other thing is, you're able. You, you typically wouldn't connect, you know, because we're so far away. Flip each other every now and then, taking a piss, but you never connect like we did for that period of time. Not sure when it was. Probably two years ago now. No, it was cold, yeah. It's yeah. around two years at this time. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's, that's a good, I think, to take from it. I'm not sure what you guys think. Yeah, I think that was a good thing as well. That was that was quite a bit of fun. I also think that the great thing was not having to go into the office. So working from home, at the time I lived basically overlooking the beach, 10 metres from the beach or 10 metres from oh, the yeah, west, west, west highway. Yeah. So I love not having to go into work, not having to commute. And just working at home, being able to go to the beach at lunchtime in the mornings and not having to drive a lot. It felt quite yeah. quiet everywhere. So you do your food shopping, then you go home and you didn't go to restaurants really. We try to support local restaurants and places via getting takeaway and things like that. But yeah. I have to say I did enjoy I did enjoy it quite a bit. It was almost it was really weird, but I how quiet everything it was. It was how quiet and yeah. Staying connected with friends via house party and those things, I, I did enjoy it to be honest. Made us realise the, uh, I guess, the illusion of continuity. You get used to um, life just ticking along, and then yeah. something changes it. A bit like a bit like a dinosaur, one hundred and sixty million years ago, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, sixty-five million years ago. I saw an interesting, interesting tidbit about that. You know. Um, was something like we human beings are closer in time to T-Rex than T-Rex was to Stegosaurus. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Like, so T-Rex was around, you know, 65 million years ago. Stegosaurus was 130 million. Something like that, yeah. So, yeah, yeah kind of kind of it's, crazy, isn't it? Yeah, because T-Rex's arch nemesis was Triceratops. Is that correct? I'm not sure if it had an arch nemesis. <laughs> I mean, definitely was a bit of a jerk. <laughs> the Triceratops. Yeah. That was my favourite dinosaur growing up, was a Triceratops. You just liked the horns, didn't you? Well, I just, yeah, it was, he was basically like a giant sex toy. It was uh, a set for you. <laughs> yeah. No, Triceratops. The continuity, that's, that's a good continuity uh, of existence. And you, I think even now, after COVID restrictions have eased, we're sort of back to taking for granted going to the shops at free will without a mask and, you know. Yeah. 
Well, I think the whole, uh, like what we're doing now, so what you guys said, the good was when, when it first hit, everyone went into lockdown and everyone tried to stay connected via these, these various sort of, um, video conferencing apps. Even at work, we always, there was a, cons there was a, there was an actual effort to make sure that everyone called, you know, once a week to get everyone together, have a chat, see how everyone's going and keep in touch. But now it's sort of transitioned to this is just normal. Like you said, this is continuity now where everyone is just used to having video chats and then you just sort of went back to this is the new, the new normal. So we've all, yeah. we've all reverted back to mm. the way we were. Slightly different with video conferencing and video chats and things like that. But it's not like uh, let's try and actively keep in touch with people here now via these, this technology. It's just back to using it for work pretty mm. much. No, I agree. Yeah, it's, it was interesting. Anyway, um, that illusion of continuity, I guess, with the dinosaurs, big ass, you know, they're probably sitting down doing podcasts 60, 160 million years Well, they, years they, ago. apparently they had a space program, right? And they all left. Yeah. That was, that yeah, was well, let's, let's just call it Dino Ramblings. Dino Ramblings. And do do you're, a, you're a bit of a nerd, right? And, and like we're talking, I was looking at space. In a good word, I don't say nerd as a derogatory term because I think nerds are like probably amongst the coolest people around because they're always passionate about stuff and know lots of lots of things. But so we were briefly talking about James Webb Space Telescope, and yep. that launched. Um, it was Christmas Christmas Eve last uh, this last year. Yes, I think I I watched the the launch. I think you watched the launch as well. Yeah, I quickly oh. turned it. Uh, Pornhub, but yeah, I did. Yeah. I started. I've got picture in picture, so I was watching, you know, amateur dogging and uh, the James Webb Space Telescope at the same time. It was quite, yeah, it was quite good. But you know, that was kind of in, pretty impressive watching this telescope that was billions of dollars, years in the making, strapped to a rocket that could have exploded on on, <laughs> on launch, and then for it to take off. But I saw the another interesting fact. I'm going to call it interesting. Was uh, and you might be able to explain this to me because you you look into this stuff a bit more than I do, and I spent a bit of time last night. So the universe is like thirteen point eight billion years old, right? We can all agree on that. As we know, yes. Yeah, that's right. But then I saw this thing that the the observable universe is ninety three billion light years or something like that across. Yes. And I'm thinking, how can how can that be more than thirteen point eight billion years if light is supposed to be like the fastest thing? going around because so this is why I want the answer because I was looking last night and I I think if anyone knows the answer it's due oh so you don't know the answer I thought you were going to run with the answer no it confused me because I was like light travels at a fixed speed and then I expect the universe to expand at that speed for 13.8 billion years so apparently not yeah so the expansion of the universe in its initial stages, was much faster than the speed of light. Yeah, and I don't like that. that no. Because <laughs> that's the explanation that I saw. I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> it could have slowed down a little bit so we get used to the expansion, but no. Anyway, so that's, the expansion is, is faster than the speed of light. That's what I saw, and then I thought, okay, that answer just seems too convenient. It expands faster than light. All right, whatever, Einstein. But within space... And uh, it, it is the speed of light. Who knows where we'll end up? Too convenient. Too convenient for me. <laughs> Just the answer. That's the answer I saw. Then I struggled. I was like, I'm not going to look into this any further. 
I've already lost enough sleep. I feel like we should call Neil deGrasse Tyson. I'm go- I feel this. like I need to write that guy a letter and say, Neil, Oi. I listen to him. I listen to his, uh, his podcast, Star Talk Radio, that's right. And uh, yeah, maybe I'll have to ask him. Did you guys want to do the Would You Rather? Yeah. Are yeah. you ready for a Would You Rather? Yes, I'm ready. Do you have one? Um, no. Oh, yeah. I've got a one, but it's uh, not a nice. gross one. Sorry, mate. Nice one. Can uh, we touch on the one? Because still, it still bothers me. What's that? I think the Would You Rather was, would you be found, rather be found dead <laughs> on a pile of, what was it, drugs or sex toys? Sex toy. Yeah. Yes. I had a, had a few queries on that one, Albert. Yeah, go on. So, to your point, I think, I think, and yes, I'm a bit of a groupie, so I do listen to your episodes. So. <laughs> to your point, you know, you wouldn't want to be found dead on a, on a pile of drugs because, no, no, you would. Your your point was you, you preferred the pile of drugs, did you not? Yeah. Is that your? Yep. Yeah. On the basis that you didn't want your partner to be upset that um, you found pleasure in. A pile of sex toys. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct, yeah. Is that is that roughly it? I'd say so, yeah. This could lead to the biggest lie, lie in history. <laughs> Are you saying you don't self, self-love anymore? <laughs> oh, that's a big question for, for the podcast. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you, I actually did see you. You got here 10 minutes earlier then you actually knocked on my door so yeah so i quickly went into the yeah. toilet <laughs> big question for the podcast um i just sort of thought in that with with sex toys i guess self-love is a little bit different um if you're using your your left and your right hand versus actually going out and buying something whether it's ben spoke about before we chatted fleshlight so whether you're buying sort of portable <laughs> portable vaginas and, and things like that. I think that's a little bit different to whether you're using like your left or your right hand. And sort of I feel like if I was to it's go just... out of my way to buy some sex toys, yeah, I, I just thought drugs is more of a, I don't know how you'd put it, just less of a, less it's on her, it's more on me type thing. Like yeah, it's simple. Yeah, that's... that's what... The cause of death on um, a pile of sex toys would be, also be, would be concerning, wouldn't it? <laughs> if it was empowerment, you'd gone too far. Yeah, how of about course. you? Were you the other way around, or? Oh, I'm still confused. I haven't come to a solution on it. Today. There's there's too many unknowns there. Take the drugs and then you land on the sex toys. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How, how, what's the proximity of the pile of drugs? Is Ben <laughs> actually going to get his sex toy? Is that what he's doing? Ben's gone to get his flashlight. Yeah. Charging it up. Actually, maybe he's doing a line of coke and then going to grab his flashlight. <laughs> he did share with me leading up this week um, uh, what we speak about, virt- virtual virtual sex. Oh, yeah. And apparently, <clears throat> apparently the technology exists so you can get suits that you, you, you wire into whatever porno you're watching. Oh, is, this, <laughs> is this a sex suit that I sent you guys? Yeah. Yeah? yeah no. So I was just peeing. <laughs> You can do all the, mimic all the actions of what's happening on the in the form. Yeah, you're basically you're, you're lying there and it's got like a flashlight, which we discussed earlier, yeah. just like robotically doing that stuff. Yeah, I think that's that's the way. Yeah, that's the way of the future, really. Hey Ben, <laughs> yeah. Can you send me your number so I know which one you got? 
the model number? The the order number. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah no drone. Yeah, I think yeah. Use code Ben Ben Ramblings and you get ten percent off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're sponsored by. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, would you rather? What is it? What do you got? Oh, okay, uh, I actually have two. One's actually not a would you rather, but a question, and then I'll do the would you rather. Mm. But I saw this again because I watched lots of uh, YouTube and shit. But what is the least amount of money you would take to suck your best friend's penis? Least amount of money? Yeah. <laughs> it's, all, it's all circumstantial, isn't it? Is it? Right now. Yeah, so right now versus... When I'm financially established. Oh, okay. Yeah. Probably. So let's just assume, you know, you're financially established and there's no, you don't really it's need the weird. money. It's a bit weird, hey. Um, the, the answer the guy gave was $10,000, this no. one. Well, I just, I just don't, I don't understand the benefit for anyone if you don't need the money. <laughs> well, I guess if there has to be an answer, Ben. $10,000 seems about right. <laughs> Say five hundred, including GST. Five hundred bucks. No, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, yeah, it would have to be like a large sum. It would have to be in the seven figures. Seven figures. Yeah, millions. It would have to. I don't know why, because then you just keep thinking about it. You talk about it, and at least you'd want to do it to be able to set yourself up and go. Well, I don't have to work anymore. Okay. So I'd want a large figure where I can just say I don't want this nine to five job. So you'd, I want to live the life. So five million dollars. Are we are we just talking like just a quick lick of the tip, or are we no, talking? This is um, from start to finish. So, so how's, how's start finish? starts limp. Yeah. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought you guys would just have an answer in your head, just like yeah, uh, eighty five thousand dollars. It would be in the millions. <laughs> yeah. I'd have to say it would be in the millions because it would be something such a large mo- amount of money. Like yeah, you couldn't use a hundred grand. No, I'm good. What, are you trying to? <laughs> what are you trying to say, man? No, I'm just thinking like if some, the least amount of money. If you're like, Have you come into money recently? Yeah, he's a hundred thousand dollars. He's actually picked up his pen and paper. So yeah, I have. I actually have a check, a blank check written right now. Ben, <laughs> Ben's taken all of his super yeah. out and is asking us. <laughs> yeah, how many zeros am I putting at the end of this five, Albert? <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, how about you, Ben? I, I, I don't think millions, like, maybe like, yeah, maybe a hundred thousand bucks. I don't know. <laughs> be pretty, like, I'm talking the least amount of money, not like to set you up, like the most amount of money. In, well, the least amount of money is what I'd like to do it for. Five million dollars. Oh, yeah. I just think it's important, a critical factor to understand how it's going to finish. Oh, it's going to finish with you with the dick in your mouth. No, you're going to have a bit of salt <laughs> with a bit of salt. Stop. You can do the old like lipstick suck sort of. With a bit of sea salt. All right, that's too hard to answer then because we don't, everyone, no one wants to out themselves. All right, I'll do it for 10 bucks. Um, all right, so here we go. This is sort of related on the same vein. Penis How run. much would you, for, to suck balls or what? No, no. So if, uh, would you rather be a zombie that can only suck blood from penises or a werewolf that needs to eat testicles to survive? I, um... <laughs> does it depend on... What, where the testicle comes from? No, you you got to you've got to obtain it from a human. A human testicle. Human testicles, or, yeah. Or human blood, dick blood. Yeah, human dick blood or human testicles. Oh wow! 
So imagine that you're a werewolf every full moon, you turn into a werewolf and you've just got this insatiable appetite for testicles. I would assume werewolves don't have any remorse, nor do zombies, so I don't think it really matters. I'd go the werewolf. I'd cook up some nice balls. If you cook it up, but you're a werewolf, you wouldn't be cooking, you'd just be eating them raw. I'd be a, I'd be a werewolf foodie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, I think that's probably, for me as well, better than being a zombie, like... <laughs> not as a, a vampire werewolf you're faster you can get it you can yeah. survive you're an animal basically a zombie so you see zombies are so slow you just sidestep <coughs> half the time yeah how yeah. about you I, I would have to say werewolf <laughs> yeah I like um, I don't know how you came up with this <laughs> I was just thinking because I, I tried to google them and there's shit and I just had to think myself like <laughs> what would be a weird, weird thing yeah there's something about me I think it penises Imagine that being found in an alleyway by the... What are you doing down there? And ah! Just like... <laughs> turn into a bat and fly off. I would just claw yeah. off some balls. Claw off some... Yeah, you just... Yeah. Ah, give, give me those balls. And then... And see ya. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> you start a ball train. Well, there you go. Yeah, you could be, yeah, like that guy in an alleyway with a with a trench coat. You want some balls? You got some balls here? <laughs> got some good balls for you here. These are fresh balls. <laughs> Got some vegan bowls. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Free range vegan bowls. Yeah. Vegan bowls, got some diabetes bowls. <laughs> yeah, shit. This is the longest podcast we've done so far. Oh, yeah, far out. We've still got to do a blend as well. Yeah. Do you want to do a blend? Yeah. So we're going to do What's a blend now. Oh, so we do the. Um, we blend some shit. To see if you can drink it. See if you can drink it. I don't think I'll have the ingredients here. No, I don't sure. think you do. I've got actually a pretty good one this week. I think it's a good one. So Albert tried to go healthy two weeks ago. Yeah, it went Caesar salad. Caesar salad. Right. Uh, it was not bad. It was... Oh, I thought it was shit. It was like a soup. A cold soup. Yeah, it was... So it was shit, basically, is what he's saying. <laughs> it was no testicles. Sour <laughs> cream in with that or something? No. To make it soupy? It was uh, just a basic mix with uh, Caesar salad dressing. Yeah, and some water. I've gone semi-healthy this week. Yeah. A pavlova. So what I've got... Fruit in there. Yeah, so yeah. what I've got is Wicked. little meringues, little. I love pavlova. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't love pavlova, right? Alright, so what do we have here, Ben? So it's essentially a pavlova mimosa. So pavlova, like meringue, mixed berries, strawberries, blackberries, raspberries, strawberries. Uh, some passion fruit pop and a dash of sparkling wine just to make it a little bit more drinkable. So, Viva. Viva. Cheers. Cheers. I feel like Stifler when he's walking past that girl and I can taste the bubbles. When the two lesbians are kissing, he's like, mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It is kind of weird having you just sit there like intently watching us drink. <laughs> I think it's nice. I don't know if it needed the um, champagne. I think by itself, it's, it, works it would have been way better. It works perfectly fine. Yeah. So no champagne, and I've made a, a nice smoothie, I think. Really? Yeah. All right, well, I guess it's okay. Mm-hmm. You, could, you could trade the uh, champagne out for like a Malibu, a bit of cream. I reckon I could trade the champagne out for maybe just something no, with no flavor, some like soda water or something like that. I'm getting brain freeze yeah. though. Fuck. <laughs> it's still nice. I actually enjoy it. All right, I don't know if we've got time to do a guest movie. 
I've got to run. Albert's got to go. Pretty He's got... quickly. Do you have a guest movie at all? Yeah, I've got a guest movie. Maybe we do it next week. Guess yeah. Movie. Let's do it next week. Albert's got to go and do dad stuff. Yeah. It's my life. Good job, mate. Hey, it was uh, good to chat to you. Yeah, same to you guys. Good to see you as well. Although I've only seen sort of one eyeball each. Day. Yeah, I know. It's funny. <laughs> I thought like, these cameras are shit. Technology these days. I should have got a webcam or something like that, but I've spent enough on microphones. And sex toys. <laughs> yeah, I always get those from Gumtree though. It's cheap. They're cheaper when they're used. It's, it's better. Yeah. Hey, um, take care. And are you back? Are you going to be in Perth anytime soon? Probably not. Do we have to come to over east or? I will be. I just don't know if it's this year or next. But right. yeah, definitely will be. Until next time. Enjoy the rest of your evening. If you die, can I have your car? Sweet. Ah! Curious ramblings. <laughs> oh, fuck.